very few, uh, very familiar passages of scripture, uh, but I believe that they will be a blessing to us as we seek to uh, uh, speak the word of the Lord at this time and season in which we're living. Gracious God, I thank you and praise you for your goodness and your mercy. I bless you for your steadfast love. We uh, ask that you would come uh, among us now and that you would be glorified in our midst. Uh, the main purpose that we're here is that your name, Lord Jesus, might be lifted high. And we know that as your name is lifted high, that many possibilities uh, 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 begin to be introduced into the atmosphere. When your name is lifted, healing and deliverance are possible. When your name is uh, lifted, lives can be changed and uh, transformation can take place. And so God, we're just thanking you and praising you in advance for what we believe that you are going to do. I ask that you would uh, strengthen me tonight, that I may stand and boldly declare these truths as you have so given them to me. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's people said, amen. Matthew chapter 16, and I want to begin reading at verse 13. It said, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said, some say that you are John the Baptist, some Elijah, some uh, and others, Jeremiah, or one of the other prophets. He saith unto them, but whom say you that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, blessed be thou, or blessed art you, Simon Barjona. For flesh and blood have not revealed it unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. We thank God for the reading of his word. The text is rich tonight and so much could be said, but we will stop tonight for the purposes of this message with verse 17, reading uh, Matthew chapter 16, uh, verses 13 through 17. And I want to talk tonight about a witness for the Lord. I want to talk about a witness for the Lord. I'm hoping that tonight you will make that declaration that I will be a witness for the Lord. Oh yeah, this world is in turmoil. Uh, we are in a time now uh, 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 that, that, that more than ever we need to heed the words of Jesus and go forth and be salt and light in this world. Jesus says you are the light of the world. He wants us as his people to shine in the world for him. When you have been touched by Jesus, you ought to go forth and let somebody know about his goodness 
in your life. Now, I want to talk about this because it is important uh, uh, that in this hour, the witnesses for the Lord rise up and come forward with boldness. You know, the enemy hates bold saints. Uh, And in fact, the enemy is hoping that you will be a passive believer because the enemy can run all over passive believers. I always say passive believers are a gift to the enemy because he always knows he can take advantage of them. Oh, but let me tell you, when you understand who God is in you, you can rise up in Holy Ghost boldness and you can stand, amen, for the Lord on every end. This is what I want to tell you tonight, that as we're living in this moment, we are being called by God to be his witnesses in the earth. Now, now I want to uh, deal with this just a little bit tonight because... Because as uh, we are living uh, in the world, wickedness seems to be abounding from every side. And I need you to get this because, uh, you know, although wickedness is abounding, there has to be witnesses that are rising up in the earth who are saying to the devil, you're not going to take all of this territory, that there are souls that need to be saved, there are lives that need to be changed change there are people that need to be loose come on and I'm going to be a witness for the Lord I'm going to open my mouth and be a witness for the Lord I'm going to go forth and manifest the kingdom in my own life and be a witness for the Lord see we are living in critical times and the world is in a mess and the only way out is Jesus did you hear me I said the world is in a mess we are living in critical times and the only way out is Christ more than ever we the people of God have got to rise up and be everything that the Lord has called us to be as the world is growing increasingly darker uh, there is a need for people in the earth who will proclaim that God is still a deliverer the world is getting darker but God remains a strong deliverer and let me tell you that There is not so much darkness that the deliverer can't pull somebody out, that the deliverer can't break chains over somebody's life, that the deliverer can't free somebody's mind. I don't care how dark it gets, we serve a strong deliverer. This is it today. I want you to get it that the world is in need of witnesses for the Lord, uh, uh, the, 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 those that know of the saving power of Jesus, those who have experienced the goodness of the Lord. See, see, the world is so jacked up now that the only real hope can be found in Jesus. 
You know, I was thinking about this, especially as sometimes I read through the 46th Psalm and, 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 and uh, how uh, in the midst of the 46th Psalm, uh, the psalmist talks about how the world uh, uh, seems to be so unsettled. And he talks about even the most unsettling times that come to the earth. And he gets down uh, in the 46th Psalm and he even talks about uh, that, that, that there's such events that come upon the earth that even the mountains have been unearthed. Even the mountains have been removed off of their foundation. And, and you know now I always talk about mountains. You uh, uh, know that as you hear of hurricanes and tornadoes and it doesn't matter uh, what what grade of, of, of hurricane or tornado that you are dealing with, what category you're dealing with. You may hear of houses being removed. You may hear of trees being uprooted you may hear of of, 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 of all kinds of buildings being uh, 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 knocked down and demolished but but one thing that you don't really hear of when it comes to storms are mountains being removed because mountains are something that have been planted in the earth and we expect that they're going to be stable no matter what but the psalmist says even if the most stable thing in creation has been unearthed, even if the most stable thing in creation has been moved from its foundation, there is a God that we can hope in. And let me tell you something here. This is what we're dealing with now. The world is being faced with so much calamity that our only safe place is in God. When you can't look anywhere else, you can look to God. When you can't find hope anywhere else you can find it in the Lord and let me tell you something here we need to let the world know that there is a safe place there is a place of safety that you can run to when you can't find help anywhere there is a sure place a refuge that you can only find in the Lord and so I want to talk tonight about being witnesses for the Lord. I didn't come to be fancy tonight. Uh, my, my goal here is to talk about being witnesses for the Lord because this is what the world needs in this hour. This is no hour for a passive church. Come on, this is the time for the church to stand up with a bold voice and declare her Christ. We are his bride. We are the anointed ones that God has released his oil upon so that we can go forth and share his message in the earth. <clears throat> now, I want to do this because God is calling forth witnesses. Witnesses for the Lord. Now, now, one of the greatest ways that we give God worship is by becoming consistent witnesses. My God, I wish somebody would grab it. I said one of the greatest ways that we can offer unto God worship is by becoming consistent witnesses. Come on here. See, God uh, wants a witness in the earth. I need you to get this by the Spirit of God that you don't confine your worship to some uh, 10 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute, or 45 minute uh, 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 section uh, uh, where we come and lift our hands and uh, 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 
uh, uh, sing slow music, baby. I want you to know that real worship extends far beyond our music. Come on here. Real worship, come on here, becomes a lifestyle for us. It becomes what we do when we get outside of the four walls, what we do when we leave the pew, what we do when the music stops playing. And what I'm telling you in this hour is that God wants a witness. And if you really want to please God in your worship, you've got to be a witness for him. Come on. One of the greatest acts of worship is when we become witnesses for the Lord. See, see, a witness is one who testifies what he has seen. A witness is one that gives testimony about a person or a thing. It is one who can speak about his experience with the person or the thing that he is testifying of. I'm talking about a witness for the Lord. I want you to know in this hour that God is raising up for himself witnesses in the earth. You know, I want you to get this because everything that you have experienced of God up until now is to give you a testimony, to give you something to say, to give you something that you can witness to others about. Come on here. Everything that God has taken us through from the saving of our souls, hallelujah, to the deliverance of our lives to the healing of our bodies have left us with a testimony I need you to hear me tonight by the spirit of God you've been through enough and you can tell me tonight that you serve God and you don't have a testimony God has opened up doors in your life God has made ways for you God has breathed on dead things in your life and caused them to be resurrected I'm here to tell you tonight God has given you enough to become a witness. <clears throat> so tonight, I really want you to hear me about the spirit of the Lord. The witness, again, is one who testifies what he has seen. It is one who gives testimony of a person or a thing. It is one who can speak about his experience with the person or a thing. And so Jesus says it this way, uh, uh, when the Holy Ghost have come upon you, you shall be my witness witnesses oh come on here that, that you don't have all of this Holy Ghost power so that you can go and hide in the closet you don't have all of this Holy Ghost power so that you can go uh, somewhere and act passive come on here you've got power because God wants you to promote his cause and his kingdom in the earth oh come on here you shall be my witnesses after that the Holy Ghost have come upon you there will be something about the spirit of God that he will enable you and empower you to be a witness for the Lord Jesus in the earth this is beautiful to me because it reminds me that God wants a witness Jesus has given us his spirit so that we can be bold witnesses for him 
So as we look at this tonight, uh, we come then to understand that God has given us his spirit so that we can go forth. Amen. One of the reasons I should say that God has given us his spirit is so that we can go forth and be bold witnesses in the earth. See, 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 this is something here because the God that, that saved you also wants you to become a spokesperson for him. Oh, this is beautiful. I said the God who saved you also wants you to become a spokesperson for him. He wants you to be a witness for him. I need you to hear me about the spirit of God. How can you experience God's wonders and refuse to be a witness? How can you be a product of God's handiwork and not be a witness? See, see those that God has delivered ought to be a witness. Those that God has broken free ought to be a witness. Those that God has loosed from bondage ought to be witnesses for him. Those whom God has broken chains for ought to be witnesses for him. Those who have been delivered from darkness ought to be witnesses for the Lord. If, if the Lord has watched over you, you ought to be a witness. If, if, if you've been blood washed, you ought to be a witness. Come on, if the Lord keeps you winning, you ought to be a witness. See, 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 witness, a witness is what the Lord is calling in this hour. A bold witness. And see, I want you to get this because the early disciples understood what it meant to be a witness. When, 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 when Jesus says, you shall be my witnesses, after that the Holy Ghost have come upon you, the Greek word there for witness is martyrs. It is where we get the word martyr from. It is it is those that were so uh, serious about witnessing and so convinced about what they testified that they were willing to testify it unto blood, unto death. Come on here and see, this is why I'm telling you that, that, that when you look at it, come on here, you ought to be so convinced about the message of Christ that you ought not back down or at any cost. Come on here, I am a witness for the Lord. Oh, come on here. The culture will not like it, but I'm a witness for Christ. There will be people who disown him, but I'll stand up for him because I am a witness for the Lord. That's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about a witness for the Lord. Somebody he was so convinced about Jesus that they will not be easily moved. A witness is who I am and what I do. So this is it here. It is God's will that his people be witnesses. Look at this right here. Uh, Matthew 28. After Jesus has been crucified and raised, he says to his disciples, make disciples out of all nations. Go make disciples of all nations. Pantata ethne. It is, it is that you will go forth and make disciples out of all ethnic groups. Come on here. 
Uh, you are to go forth and be my witnesses. You are to go forth and proclaim the gospel until souls are won, until lives are transformed. Go forth and put out the message of the Lord Jesus in the earth. Come on here. This is why I'm telling you, devils get scared when saints start witnessing. Oh, come on here. You know what the devil wants? He wants muzzled believers. He wants believers, amen, that are scared. He, he loves closet believers. Come on here, and this is amazing because we're in a day now, if you just look at your news, there, there is uh, 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 people that are coming out of the closet over all kinds of things, stuff they ought to keep in the closet. They're bringing out of the closet. Come on here, and here we are with the best message, hallelujah, that anybody could have. We're in a message amen we hold a message that will hurt help the lost that will help the dying we hold a message that will change the lives of those that need transformation we hold the message of the Lord Jesus Christ and if anybody ought to go public if anybody ought to go all out it is the saints of the living God them who have been delivered from the hand of the enemy let the redeemed of the Lord say so this is it tonight. It is that we are to go forth and be witnesses. See, see, your testimony is valuable. Somebody needs to hear how the Lord has helped your life. Come on. See, see, when, when, when you become unmuzzled, somebody will be freed from their misery. Come on, I need you to hear this. See, the enemy wants to keep saints shy and silent. Because if the devil can, can keep saints muzzled, then he can keep somebody in misery. Oh, but when you become a witness, you can help somebody to walk free. Yeah, yeah, your testimony, come on here, will help somebody else to want to experience God's touch. Come on here, when, when people hear how God has changed your life, it will provoke somebody to cry out to him see we are called to be witnesses come on you are charged with telling others how God has changed your life come on here witness you mean uh, uh, you mean uh, a pastor that I'm supposed to be a witness yes you a witness let your life bear witness to the transforming power of Jesus. See, see, witness is what we're talking about. Witness in word and deed. This is important here, that, that, that you ought to witness in word and deed. Come on, now, now you got to witness in deed or actions because if you don't witness in your actions, then nobody will believe your words. Come on, there has to be a time uh, uh, that, that, that at some point that, 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 that your, 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 your actions uh, 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 come in and, 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 and complement your words, what you're saying. So, so I need to do it in words and action because if, if I don't have any action, nobody believes my word. But, but now, why do I need to do it in word? Well, I need to do it in word because sometimes if you don't have, if you don't proclaim the word, if you don't proclaim it in word, then people may not understand your actions. 
come on here words help describe words help explain actions people don't know why we live the way we live oh come on here it, it, it's not excuse me because we're stuck up it's because we are peculiar come on here so you got to tell people that we are peculiar people we're in the world but we're not of the world we don't do what everybody else does because you can't be like the world and then win the world come on here so we need words to tell the people that we are not to be conformed to this world that we're not unequally yoked together with unbelievers come on here we need the word of god come on here and we need to be able to testify in word so that we can describe and explain what we do but this is it here it is that God is calling us more than ever to take this stand because when we witness for the Lord, we declare war on the devil. See, the devil celebrates the wicked, but he can't stand a witness. Oh, come on here. You start talking about the Lord and I'm here to tell you, you'll shake up the enemy's camp. Come on, that's why the enemy doesn't want the word of God to go forth because it builds faith in the lives of the people who hear it. So the enemy is constantly trying to shut down anything that would build strong witnesses for the Lord because it takes faith in God to be a strong witness. This is it in Matthew chapter 16. Here our verses of emphasis is on uh, verse 13 tonight uh, uh, through 17. And Jesus uh, takes his disciples to the coast of Caesarea Philippi. Now I need you to get this. This is not a territory that worships the true and living God. It is a city that is given to idol worship. They worship the God Pan. And there has been erected at uh, there at uh, Philippi, Caesarea Philippi, some uh, fourteen temples uh, to other gods. It is it is the home of world religion. Everywhere you look, there is a temple built to some suspected god, little G, if you will. That 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 there at Caesarea Philippi, that that there is a place that has uh, been erected there uh, for. For idol worship and false gods, Caesarea Philippi is a place that is wicked. It is given to sexual immorality. It is given to all kinds of idol worship. The, the, the people there are in a place of blindness. Come on, they're blind to the true and living God. <coughs> Caesarea Philippi. See, see, I want you to get this tonight because uh, this is what God is calling us to, to be witnesses. So Jesus takes his disciples uh, to Caesarea Philippi because this is important here. We are ambassadors for Christ. See, see, this is something here. We are not anointed for our personal agenda. We are not uh, anointed to do, amen, praise God, what? we want to do we are anointed to declare God's kingdom agenda do, do you hear what I'm saying we are his witnesses come on here Jesus said when the Holy Ghost has come upon you you shall be witnesses for me you shall be witnesses unto me you will go everywhere proclaim 
proclaiming me come on here in in Jerusalem in Judea in Samaria and in the uttermost parts of the world come on here because see this gospel come on here must be must be declared everywhere you go this is what I'm telling you here see how will the world see Jesus without those who witness come on here God has called the church to advance the kingdom of God you know what the church needs more than a program we need the kingdom of God we need the rule of God we need the ways of God we need the order of God we need the mind of God how do you know when the kingdom of God is being advanced the kingdom of God is being advanced when the spirit of God is in operation the kingdom of God is being advanced when the spirit of God has taken leadership come on here because Jesus said come on here to the disciples that the kingdom of God is in you how is the kingdom in you he is in you through the person of the Holy Spirit righteousness peace joy in the Holy Ghost that is the kingdom of God I need somebody to get it right there when the people of God are led by the Spirit of God then we are able to advance the kingdom of God this is it God has called us the church to be witnesses to the world there is no plan B read your Bibles Satan is on his job doing wickedness and the saints have got to be on our assignment doing witnessing Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, but he has anointed and commissioned us to promote his cause in the earth. It is through the witness of the saints that the world will see Jesus, how to reach the masses, men of every birth. For an answer, Jesus gave the key, and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me, for the world is hungry for the living bread. Lift the Savior up for them to see. Trust in him, and do not doubt the words that he said, I'll draw all men unto me I need somebody to get this here it is through the witnessing of the saints I'll say it again that the world will see Jesus I don't care how wicked the world gets God has always left for himself a witness and when wickedness filled the earth God raised up a Noah when Egypt wallowed in wickedness, God raised up a Moses. When Ahab and Jezebel led the people astray, God raised up an Elijah. When sin filled the earth and man was hopelessly lost, God sent Jesus. And right now, in the midst of our wicked time, God has raised up the church. Come on here. And each of us must take personal responsibility to walk out the mandate of Christ and declare, I'll be a witness for the Lord. I need so 
somebody to get it right there. Come on, the witnesses in this present hour of the church, of the people who God has called to be a part of his church. You've got the anointing to witness. I said the oil is on you to witness. Come on here, you've got the evidence to witness. Come on here, your life has been impacted so that you might witness. You are the ones that God has delivered from darkness and brought into the marvelous light so that you can witness. I need somebody to grab it right there and lift your hands, open your mouth and declare from your belly, I'm a witness for the Lord and unapologetically, uh, unapologetic witness for the Lord. Somebody lift your hands and give God a praise right there. Tonight I've come and I'm talking to the witnesses for the Lord. May you be shaken from your place of complacency. May you be stirred in your inner man. Come on here and rise up and be bold and bona fide witnesses for the Lord. Somebody give God a praise right there. Come on here. Each of us have been saved and delivered from destruction. Brought out of bondage into the blessing. Come on here. And I'm a witness for the Lord. Ain't no shame in my game. I'm a witness for the Lord. He brought me out of darkness. I'm a witness for him. He kept my mind. I'm a witness for him. He preserved my life. I'm a witness for him. He covered me. Come on and kept me in my right mind. I'm a witness for the Lord. Somebody better give God a praise right there because some of you know like I know you didn't live no better than the people that you hung out with. But God with his good self was rich in mercy and favored you. Some of the folk you hung out with the God. You can't find them because they're not here. But by the grace of God, you are still here. And when you look over your head and look back where you were and look where the Lord has brought you, you ought to be, come on, a witness for him. I need somebody to lift your hands and say, I'll be a witness, a holy witness, a sanctified witness, a consecrated witness for the Lord. unapologetically I love Jesus and he loves me so Jesus comes to this place Caesarea Philippi and he asks his disciples a question who do men say that I the son of man am now, I want to use this text to just highlight tonight, and I'm going to let you go. Four points. The first thing is found in the question of Jesus in verse 13, the latter clause. He asked his disciples on the coast of Caesarea Philippi, who do men say that I, the son of man, am. Look at this here. He asked the question. Now, I want to use this text to show this because Jesus questions them here uh, about who 
they say he is. Come on, who do men say that I'm the son of man? See, now, now Jesus does not ask uh, who do men say that I am because he's suffering some identity crisis. Come on, I need you to get this because, you know, the Lord knows who he is. Come on. God knows who he is. God is, has no doubt that he's God. Come on. See, see, the question here is what are they saying about me? What is, what, are you, what is the word on the street? See, uh, the first thing that I want to establish from this text tonight for those uh, uh, who are uh, going to be witnesses for the Lord is this. Never let the culture around you determine for you who your Christ is. Never let the culture around you determine for you who your Christ is. Jesus says, what are they saying about me? See, see, the truth is that just like it was in Jesus' own day, the same is true in our day. Everybody has an opinion of who Jesus is. You just turn on your TV. Some thought Jesus was Elijah returning. Some called him Jeremiah on return. Some didn't know whether he was Elijah or Jeremiah, but they said he's some one of the other prophets. See, see, if, if, if we will bear a, a proper witness for the Lord, we cannot, we cannot uh, follow the sound of the culture. See, 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 the religious order didn't properly define Jesus. Come on, because religion calls him a good man. <laughs> A nice prophet. You know, one who is to be uh, held on the same order as Muhammad or Buddha or Confucius or Moses or some one of the other great prophets that God has used in an era. See, see, you can be religious and wrong at the same time. Come on. Just because you are religious does not mean that you have the right view of who Jesus is. Come on here. Come on. See, this is when religion becomes reckless. Come on here. When you have the wrong idea about Jesus. Come on. Re religion becomes reckless when it does not have a biblical idea of who Jesus is. Come on here. We need a biblical definition of who Jesus is is see see just because you are uh, uh religious does not make you right in your assessment of him see the bible is the official book about jesus come on here the world was created hallelujah and i want you to know jesus was active in that creation oh come on here we need to be well informed about the biblical jesus Come on, not the fairy tale Jesus, not the man-made Jesus, not the religiously created Jesus, not the worldly view of Jesus. Come on here, some religions see Jesus as a good man, but that's not enough. Some, some see uh, Jesus as a prophet, but that is not enough. The Bible calls Jesus the God-man. I need you to get this. Who is Jesus? He is the God-man. Come on, the early church father said it this way. He is 
is God a very God he is begotten and not created come on I need you to hear me by the spirit of God when we talk about the person of Jesus we are talking about the anthropos we are talking about the God man we are talking about God with us come on here and the Bible is clear that Jesus is the God man come on here I love it behold a virgin will uh, have a child and, and give birth to a son and he shall be called Emmanuel God with us come on here the biblical view about Jesus is that he is the God man John 1 and 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God come on the word it is the in the Greek the eternal logos of God the logos of God the logos is the expression when you talk in terms of logos you're talking about expression so so that Jesus is the very expression come on here of the one true God come on what 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 do you mean about that what what I mean is this if you want to see the expression of God look at the life of Jesus if you want to see how God does then look at how Jesus did if you want to see how God would carry himself in situation look at how Jesus carried himself because Jesus is the expression come on here of the invisible God you can look at God come on here and discern the ways of God from looking at the life of Jesus so much so until Jesus when his disciples said show us the father and we'll be satisfied Jesus says to them if you have seen me you have seen the father because I am the father I want oh come on here I love this that the Hebrew writer says that he is the express image of the invisible God we've known great men but there ain't but one Jesus the son of God lift your hands open your mouth and give him a shout of praise right there demons recognize who he was somebody give him praise right there come on here he's Jesus the son of God and demons had to bow come on here at his person and I'm telling you today the church must get it right on this point come on here I've gone to bed on this point I may let you mess with a lot but don't you put your hand on my Jesus don't you put your mouth on my Jesus baby I'm telling you there is a boldness that stirs up in my belly when they start mishandling my Jesus come on here because my faith is built on the fact that he is God come on here come on and give him praise I know he is the God man somebody give him praise right there I said he's the God man I said he's the God man I said he is the God man he's so much the God man that he got hungry come on that made him the man but he was so much God that he took two feet 
fish and five barley biscuits and fed a multitude. He was so much of a man that he went when he was going across the Sea of Galilee. He went to sleep on a pillar. That's because he was a man. But he was so much God that when the disciples called him, he got up and spoke to the wind and the raging sea and said, peace be still. Oh, come on here. I got to quit. But let me give you one more. He's so much of a man that when they put him on the cross, he hung his head in the locks of his shoulders and he died. But he was so much God that death couldn't hold him. Early on the third day, he arose. Come on here with all power in his hand. Somebody give him praise. He's Jesus, the God man. Don't get that twisted. He's God. Yeah. He died, but he was raised. Come on here. He lived a sinless life. He was crucified on a condemned cross. Uh, he, he was buried in a borrowed tomb. But he was raised back to life. Come on. And then came back on the earth and spent 40 days after his resurrection confirming to the disciple the teachings of the kingdom of God and then stepped on a cloud and rode up into the heavens. Come on. And now seated at the right hand of God and one day he's coming back on a cloud see see many people have much to say about Jesus but don't let them change what the scriptures say come on we got to get some people in the house of God that get some biblical conviction about who Jesus is stop letting people dumb you down only a God could deliver you out of the mess you were in and make your life into a masterpiece. Come on here. From a mess to a masterpiece, only God could do that. Come on. Pulled you out of a rut and made you his righteousness. Only God could do that from the low place to the marvelous light. Only God could do that. Come on. You know what? You ought to be a witness for the Lord. Your life has been a mercy magnet. God's been taking care of you. I believe what the scriptures say about Jesus. If the Bible said it, don't you back up from it. I don't care how many books they write about Jesus. None of them trump the Bible. Come on here. If they conflict with the Bible, they come up too short. Come on here. Come on, I don't care how they babble. I still believe the Bible. Come on, because I'm a witness for the Lord. Come on. So this is it. Don't let what they say stop you from believing what the Bible is saying. Jesus is Lord. Stop arguing with sinners about your Savior. Stop letting people who don't even serve the Lord tell you who your savior is. Come on here. People that don't know God will always have something negative to say about him. But those of us who have experienced his hand, 
Oh yeah, we can testify who Jesus is. <clears throat> Number two, if you're going to be a witness for the Lord, you must know Jesus for yourself. Now this is something here because uh, as I read through the scriptures, there's something that's always interesting to me and I highlight it to the people of God that, that God uh, has saved you and he has made you his son, a son of God. Uh, that's without gender. It, it, is, it is denoting a divine inheritance that has been given to those who have come to God through Jesus Christ. You are an heir of God. I'm talking about sonship. But I need you to get this. You become a son of God. Out of all the scriptures you read, you've never seen where you could be God's grandchild. Come on. Because God doesn't have grandchildren. Come on. You can't know God through your mama. Come on. She may instruct you, tell you, help you. Come on. I have people that have been instrumental in helping me to get to God. Uh, but, but, but I had to become a son of God. Come on, by trusting in Jesus for myself. Come on, you must know the Lord for yourself. Come on, I need you to get this. Because God didn't have grandchildren, he only has children. Come on, there's got to be a direct connection between you and the Lord. This is something here because... Uh, if you know the Lord for yourself, you, you stop being mad about what people are saying. See, see, Jesus asked, what are they saying about me? What are the religious folk? What, are the, what is the culture saying about me? What, 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 what is the world word on the street about me? But then he shifts and says to them, I have one more question for you. Who do you say that I am? You walk with me, you talk with me, you've handled me, you watch me perform miracles, you've seen me operate in mighty power, you have been a part of my ministry. Who do you say I am? See, see, because every witness for the Lord must have a personal conviction about who Jesus is. See, 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 God wants you to know Him. Come on. He doesn't just want you to know facts about him. He wants your life to be changed by him. See, see, good teaching is necessary. Good teaching about Jesus is necessary, but it's not enough. Because God doesn't just want you to know doctrine or teaching. Come on here. He wants you to know the transforming power of Jesus. Come on now. Doctrine is important. You know I'll be the first to say but you know what? You need more. Come on. You, you don't just need to be taught about Jesus. You need to be touched by him also. So a good witness speaks from experience. The best witness is a firsthand witness. Come on. Not somebody told me he shared. He said, I knew somebody that was there. No, when, when you get it firsthand, you're the best kind of witness See, I saw it. I witnessed it. I experienced it. I know what the Lord has done for me. And when you through faith come to Jesus, the words on the pages of the Bible take new meaning. 
come on here you become a witness of the Lord's saving power see 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 th this is something here God wants you to know who he is and what he can do so a witness for the Lord doesn't have to know everything oh but he knows enough to testify oh yes yeah yeah some some things I don't know but I know enough to witness that Jesus saves Come on, some things I don't know, but I know enough to tell you his promises are true. Some things I don't know, but I can tell you that he has changed my life. I don't talk the way I used to talk, walk the way I used to walk, live the way I used to live. Come on here, because I'm a witness now for the Lord. I've experienced him. See, I don't know everything, but I know Jesus keeps. I know that he opens doors. I know he provides. I know he heals broken hearts. I know he keeps minds and he grants peace. I know he makes ways out of no way. See, I'm a witness for the Lord, and I'm a first-hand witness that the Lord is faithful. I've seen him in action, and I can tell the world he's alright with me. And you know what I love about it? God is no respect to a person. If you come to him in faith the same thing he does for one he will do for all do I have any witnesses that will give him praise right there come on and give him praise come on and give him glory come on and give him honor if you are a witness for the Lord thirdly a witness must be prepared to lift up Jesus in challenging situations now I gotta remind you here that Jesus took the disciples on to the coast of Caesarea Philippi. This is something here because they are on really demon territory. See, this is why the people of God have got to uh, uh, be bold about lifting up the name of Jesus because the name is under attack. And let me tell you something here. Jesus, uh, uh, people are getting increasingly hostile uh, towards Jesus. Even the mentioning of his name makes some folks mad. And now uh, we're living in a world, you know, even though we want to call it a Christian nation and this and that and the other thing, we're, we're living in uh, the midst of us, in, in many cases, a faithless generation. People who don't know the God of the Bible and people who mock you for having faith. And, and see, this is what I'm telling you here. Jesus takes his disciples to the coast of Caesarea Philippi against the backdrop of world religion where there were temples built, at least 14 temples built to idol gods, where there were uh, 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 all kinds of sacrifices being made to the God Pan and all kinds of idolatry and demon worship going on there. Caesarea, the gate of hell, is what it was known as. It was a demonic place and Jesus takes the disciples to Caesarea Philippi and guess what? He does it on purpose because you know what? If you are a real witness, you'll declare who Jesus is even on demon territory. I need somebody to grab this right here. See, see, when you're going through and, and you're on demon territory, can you stay stand up and declare who Jesus is when devils are fighting can you declare who Jesus is come on here Jesus is who he says he is even on demon territory and it's not by chance that Jesus takes them here to Caesarea Philippi to get them to make this declaration come on here standing behind all 
of these temples and all of these demons and all of this idolatry and all of this wickedness in the city Jesus says now that you're here now that you're in a place that is not convenient now that you're in a place where it's not easy now that you're in a place where it's not even comfortable are you willing to still say who I am can you tell them I'm still the Christ I'm still the anointed one in the midst of all these 14 temples in the midst of this demonic infestation in the midst of all of this evil and wickedness and sin around can you stand up and say who Jesus is and that's the challenge of the church in this hour come on here now that it ain't a popular thing to mention his name are you still willing to tell the world that you love Jesus somebody give him praise right there see see God wants you to stand up come on here and, and declare his name even in difficult seasons come on here and give God a shout of praise right there I love it because when Jesus says who do you say I am the Bible said the Spirit of God grabbed a hold of Peter come on here and he said thou art Christos thou art the Christ thou art the anointed one thou art he who owns the oil thou art he who dispenses the oil you are the Christ you are the Messiah you are the one that God sent into the world you are the son you are the Christ you are the son of the living God I love it because this is what I'm trying to tell you can you still say that he is the Christ if you are a witness you'll do it in warfare you'll do it when you're wounded if you are a witness you'll do it when things don't seem to be working out I love it thou art Christos thou art the Christ do I have anybody who says no matter what I go through I'll never stop declaring he is the Christ he is anointed to break every chain he is anointed to lift every burden he is anointed to snap every fetter he is anointed to free every mind he is anointed to liberate every life you are the Christ sick in my body but thou art the Christ challenging my mind but thou art the Christ see baby when you're going through a difficult moment come on here it's a good time to declare who Jesus is in the midst of your crisis can you declare your Christ thou art the Christ the son of the living God I got to quit here but I need somebody that'll give him praise right there see this what the devil don't like there is a generation of us who are rising up and we're not scared there's a generation of us who are rising up with Holy Ghost boldness we coming from the backside oh come on here they don't even know our names but guess what we've been in a meeting with Jesus we've experienced him and who he is and without fear or apology we tell the world he is the Christ you don't like him but he 
still the Christ. You challenge his authority, but he is the Christ. And one day, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that he is Lord to the glory of God because he is the Christ. I need somebody who's in a difficult situation. I know you're not here tonight, but in your living room, in your bedroom, in your break room, I dare you to stand up in the midst of your crisis and declare he's still the Christ. Oh, come on here. He's still the Christ. Lift your hand. Somebody's being tried. Somebody's being tested. But I dare you to declare he's still the Christ. Do you want to give the devil a fit tonight? Lift up your voice. Cry from your belly. He's still the Christ. Somebody put a praise on it right there. Thou art the Christ. This is important here. He is, he is the Christ. He is the Christ. He is the Christ. He is the Christ. He is the anointed one. See, and this is something here because it doesn't matter what my challenge is if he remains the Christ. Come on. It doesn't matter what crisis I'm facing if he remains the Christ. Come on here. Because your Christ will always be greater than your crisis. And see, this is when you have an opportunity to, 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 to testify for Jesus, to be a witness for the Lord when times get hard. Come on, anybody can witness when everything working out. When the check just came in the mail and everything's running smooth. But see, real witnesses for the Lord will stand up for him when days get hard. In the midst of the loss, you'll say he's still Lord. When seasons get confusing, he's still my Christ. And this is what God is looking for in this hour. He's looking for a people that no matter what your test, you'll never change your testimony about Jesus. He's still the Christ. See, this is what I'm telling you in this hour. God wants a people to witness for him. Every blood-washed believer ought to be a billboard for the Lord. Come on, God's people ought to be consumed with advancing his kingdom. Come on here, because the kingdom is not just about talk. It's about transforming power. So, so, so this is it. Understanding that the kingdom life is lived then under the influence of the Holy Ghost. Come on here. I'm a witness for the Lord. He is the Christ. And then Peter says this, you are the son of the living God. This is the last thing here. So, 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 so I want to tell you this. This is, this is it. You are the son of the living God. This is the last thing that he says here. And I want to tell you that witnesses for the Lord understand that we serve a living God. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. So much for the God is dead movement. We come to uh, declare to you that God is not dead and we are the evidence. Oh, come on here. Because if God was dead, I would have never been delivered. Come on here. That, that there, I can tell you here that the chains in my life are broken because he lives. 
Oh, come on here. You are the son of the living God. And, and as he says, oh, to stop worrying and start witnessing. As a matter of fact, when saints start witnessing, then devils will start worrying. <coughs> you got to keep witnessing for the Lord. Tell somebody he's alive and I'm the evidence of it. Your life is living proof of the power of God. He is the living God. He is the living God. He is the living God. And because your God is not dead, hallelujah, anything that you need, he is able to do it on your behalf. And see, this is what I love. In the midst of challenge, in the midst of hardship, come on here, that, that Peter declares by the Holy Ghost that God is still alive. Come on here. And there's still deliverance in Jesus, his son. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. I need somebody to get this here. See, see, God will take care of those who witnesses for him. Stop worrying and start witnessing. Come on here. You start witnessing and watch God start working wonders. When you, without shame, testify for the Lord, God will begin to change lives when you start telling people about Jesus he'll begin to set them free somebody give him a praise right there because you know what I found out when you start telling folk about Jesus God will give you more to tell when you start telling people about his miracles God will start working more miracles when you start telling people about God's favor God will start extending more favor Come on, you got to release what God has placed in you. You are a bona fide witness for the Lord. Come on here. With the way he saved you, with the doors he's opened, with the storms he's covered you through. Come on here. You are a witness for the Lord. Somebody give God a shout of praise right there. Let's start living big for Jesus. Let's stop riding the fence and start walking faithfully I said let's start living big for Jesus let's stop riding the fence and start walking faithfully for him somebody give him praise right there somebody give him glory right there it's time to broadcast that the blood of Jesus still works it's time to market for the master come on here it's time to let people everywhere know that our God lives he's saves he delivers he says free he opened doors he makes ways he's God and there's nobody like him somebody give him praise right there somebody give him glory right there I just need some witnesses for the Lord to shout out wherever you are and tell the Lord I'll be a witness I'll be a witness for you everywhere I go I'll be your witness lift your hand open your mouth and give God a shout of praise right there now this is the last thing and I'm closing what is your circle of influence God has given all of us a circle of influence come on here there are people that he has placed you around that you can impact for Jesus and for his kingdom somebody give God a praise right there come on here and I'm asking you today does your life reflect the 
that you are come on here a witness for the Lord are you witnessing for somebody else or are you witnessing for the God that saved you baby if God brought you you ought to refuse to be a witness for anybody else I'm going to witness for the Lord who has changed my life come on here and give God a shout right there I'll be a witness for the Lord your witness matters who you are witnessing your character how you carry yourself come on yeah yeah your, the company you keep witness come on here you got to limit people and things that only bring negative influence in your life come on here we gotta we gotta think about this thing yeah i want to i want to walk in the kind of character that pleases god come on here i don't care how gifted you are come on here if you don't you don't behave in a manner that glorifies jesus come on here then people don't even want to hear you come on here God didn't want you just gifted. He wants you growing. And see, that's the way we become bold and sound and mature witnesses for the Lord. That's what I'm telling you tonight. You got a witness for the Lord. Don't be ashamed to declare his name. Don't be ashamed to let people know you are a follower of Jesus. That's what the world needs. That's what this world needs with all of the hearts that are broken only Jesus is the one that can mend those hearts the world needs Jesus in the midst of all of this bloodshed we have to lift the living bread the world needs Jesus and we are the ones to present him to them. Give it to them in word. Give it to them in deed. Be a witness for the Lord. God, I thank you tonight for helping us to be bold and unapologetic witnesses for you. That whatever our circle of influence is, we may represent you. Sometimes we may not have the opportunity to speak, but give us the kind of character that it will reflect beyond words. Help us to be people who smile, people who have kind words people who wave that's the simple things help us to be people who represent you in the earth help us to practice the things that your word has given us help us to be witnesses for you help us to have lives that display that we love you that we, through the way we live, can show Jesus to the world. Help us to get in the mirror and ask ourselves 
what needs to change so that we can be better witnesses for the Lord. What cycles need to be broken so that we can be better witnesses for the Lord. We thank you and praise you that we're going to put the devil on the run because everywhere we go, we're going to be witnesses for the Lord. Thank you for your enabling power. Help us to tell somebody starting with our families, but then let it spread elsewhere that we may tell others about the miracle working power, the transforming power, the life changing power of the Lord Jesus. We thank you and praise you for helping us to take this on as a personal responsibility and then to adopt it as a corporate body to be strong and bold witnesses for the Lord. We thank you and praise you for it. Strengthen your people now and help us to go forth and represent you in a powerful and mighty way. God, we thank you for it. In the matchless name of Jesus, amen. Thank God for all of you tonight. We bless the Lord for you. Go forth and be witnesses for the Lord. Tell your children, tell your family, tell your loved ones, tell your friends, tell somebody about Jesus. Hallelujah, because that's the best gift you can give. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you. I love you all with the love of the Lord.